Hey listeners, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to episode number two of Spilling Buckets. I am joined by, as I promised, Alex Spector, a uh, senior writer on Spilling Buckets. Hope you visited the website, but uh, looking forward uh, to a nice podcast. How are you doing, Alex? Pretty good, Ryan. I uh, am one of the few people that's working on uh, on this Monday, right before New Year's, right after Christmas. It is what it is. I mean, like you got to do what you got to do during the day. Is it a busy day? It was an annoyingly busy day. You wouldn't, you would. So I'm in sales for the crowd. I'm in sales, and uh, and obviously nobody else is working because you're probably not working. And I was, uh, uh, I was technically on today, but it was definitely a quiet day. The uh, the email was open for the most part, but it was more of a check in. Yeah, refresh out type uh, of day. Yeah, re- re- refresh Slack. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did go for a run in the middle of the day, so humble brag. But I did, I did, I did get a little bit of cardio in. So, out of boy. Yeah. Well, uh, the agenda for the day was we wanted to just uh, obviously talk about the holidays, given the uh, yeah. current season. We're going to get into a little bit of why people gamble. This is mostly triggered by the fact that I had a rough gambling weekend and I sat there last night questioning, why do I do this? I have um, all these different theories on gambling. Yeah. <laughs> no sense. Uh, and I'm with you. I'm like trying to figure out, I'm trying to crack the code on NBA gambling. and I'm not even close. I was trying to crack the code as well this weekend. And we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah. also going to touch on what we've learned about ourselves or people in general uh, during this quarantine and then uh, wrap it up. Well, maybe not wrap it up, but another idea of just talking about, do we like New Year's Eve? So (laughs) as we mentioned, uh, I'll start off with my holiday check. And I think uh, I'm actually, I'm in Connecticut right now. I'm heading back to the city on a Thursday. And I think if I talk about the NBA for another second, my parents are going to have to ask me to leave because I would say that no exaggeration, 98% of my comments have been about the NBA, primarily my fantasy team, which nobody cares about. <laughs> well, that's funny is, is we're in the same league, and the league is you, your dad, your brother, Kyle, Kyle's brother, Kyle's dad, and then the random collection of me and like three other people. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, for what it's worth, I don't know anybody who cares more about the NBA than you do. So no, I mean we could we could quickly summarize Specter's effort in the fact that he started uh, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Week one, who's out for uh, several weeks, so that was a rough start for him. Um, not to get too caught up on this because nobody cares, but I drafted a very young team. I did not reap any benefits in week one. If you listen to episode one, yeah, if, it's all about Ryan's team. Yeah, it's labeled a trailer for the lack of quality. But yeah, if you listen to the first episode, you'll hear a, a very dry run through of how I felt about my team. But yeah, holiday for me so far has consisted of mostly uh, stalking the fridge and talking about basketball. So it's been nice. It's always relaxing. And one other thing to add is, I don't know what it is, but the quality of sleep in the child at home is just significantly different. It's, it's a type of situation where when you roll over, when you wake up at 6am and roll over, you've never been more comfortable. 
and the that's really been the case this time. The temperature is always perfect. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, the temperature is definitely part of it. I also just think it's the fact that, granted, I'm on a in Manhattan. I'm living on a higher floor where it's definitely quiet despite the wind, but it is absolutely silent here, and it's just. The sheets are colder. I don't know what it is, but it's it's special. Well, nobody's screaming outside your window in Westport, yeah. Connecticut. I can no, promise that. that. I have was, a question about the basketball yeah. thing. Is anybody else in your house even like remotely close to as into it as you are? So my brother, uh, for those that don't know, my family is, uh, we're Mets fanatics. So that's definitely um, our bread and butter. But I've, over the past two, three years, become an NBA nerd and my brother, you can't really get much by him as far as sports knowledge. They, this fantasy league has helped. They certainly don't care as much as I do. Right. Um, I'm listening to NBA podcasts at a concerning rate, um, quoting people and being asked to honestly shut up by them. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited for the Nets Grizzlies game at 7:30 because Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are out, so Karis LeVert's going to get a lot of run. So that's oh, what I'm excited about. As we and, talk about gambling, yeah, I took again, the over. Uh, to get into our well, okay, well, we're on two different that. sides here. To get into our gambling <laughs> topic, I uh, early on today saw that Kevin Durant was resting. I took the Grizzlies plus four, mm. um, and a few hours later, found out that Kerry Irving is also resting. And then went back on the website to try and put some more on it, but which was honestly comforting. The line was down, which made right. me feel really good that I was ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, well, this only also happens with sketchy bookies that we use, but. Yeah. Um, well, this is what happens with basketball and it's going to happen so much this year. So you got to like train yourself to not, I mean, I get, if, if you think a player is going to sit, then you should take the line that you want early. But for me, I I'm all in on NBA overs. It's like the only thing I take. <laughs> and so I'm all in on that because Memphis plays fast. Theoretically, you would think Brooklyn would play, play fast, although they haven't the first few games. And, uh, and so you think that it's going to go over, but I don't I hate guess. the over tonight, Spectre, especially given the fact that what's uh, Karis Levert's over. I might throw that in right yeah, now. Well, Karis, I'm assuming they've adjusted for that, especially now that Dinwiddie's done for the year. But I know, man, um, how sad is that? It's sad. Nash was almost like tearing up during his press conference yeah. today. But um, the fact that uh, Kyrie and Durant have been playing inspired defense, maybe you'll hit that over. We'll see. I mean, dude, I've been struggling, but who knows? I forgot. Well, it's because they need Jaron Jackson back. They do need Jaron Jackson. You wouldn't know that. I, <laughs> dude, I forgot how good I forgot how good defensively Durant is. Yeah. I know I that's think, not like what we're talking about today. No, but no, no. We can we can we can go wherever we want with this. I mean he is he first of all, he looks like he didn't miss a game. So I tweeted this the other day. You should follow me at A Spectre 22. I yeah, tweeted this it, the other day. Plug it. Total plug. <laughs> I tweeted this the other day. Who Everybody responsible for getting him back on the court deserves like a raise, a congratulations, a tip of the cap. Dude, he literally, he's 32 years old. He, they say that, you know, the Achilles is supposed to be very hard for a player to come back from. And I know that there people talk about like the way that he plays isn't, he doesn't, it's not like he like plants a ton, but like, dude, this guy looks like he didn't miss a beat. No, I mean, he's he's, the same player. I couldn't agree more. I actually started writing an article today. Hopefully I'll post it later. Um, probably too busy trying to cut out half the shit we say in this podcast. That's good. Point. But, <laughs> but uh, no, he's able to, I mean, he's able to catch the ball and immediately explode to the rim. He looks like he never tore his Achilles. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I, I know that they say, as you mentioned, the Achilles, they say it's the worst injury in basketball. There's a list of guys who haven't come back uh, and succeeded, but yes, his game is suited to still succeed given he's 
one of the best shooters ever seen. Yeah. But it's insane. I mean, I think we all still driving by people. Yeah. We all completely ignored the fact that the nets are most likely the biggest threat to the Lakers this season. I mean, do you want to go up against Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in a playoff series? No. I mean, these, these are two, as the young kids would say, these guys are tough and cold. So, (laughs) yeah. So you don't want to go up against these guys, especially the fact that they have, uh, to quote LeBron, they've got that championship DNA. So <laughs> they do, they do, dude. First of all, I'm couldn't be rooting more for that as the finals. No, I, I agree. Like, the amount that I'll be scared I, shitless being a LeBron fanatic, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you've turned me into a massive LeBron <laughs> fanatic over the years, so I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean, no, but to get more in our topic, so this is what I was thinking last night. I was sitting there and I went four and eight this week on the NBA and I'm mm-hmm. sitting there asking myself, why am I gambling? I'm also texting some friends who are aggressively betting on these games, asking me for advice. And mm-hmm. then I'm feeling bad. The fact that I give them a five game slate that goes one and four. And now I'm saying, Oh, not only am I responsible for my own pocket, I'm losing these guys money too. Yeah. Know very little about sports. So they're banking on my knowledge. So my first thought was, is I think I'm gambling at least for the, for the knowledge ego. I think I am simply gambling to sit there and say, yeah, I went up a couple hundred. I'm 10 and three on the NBA this year. Like everything I say is fact. Look what I know. To feel like you're good at something. To feel like you're good at something, you know? Which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. As if anyone's going to sit there and say, you know, Ryan really knows his basketball. He's 13 and four this year. Yeah. Yeah. People (laughs) are going to, they're going to be talking about it in the group me that you're not in. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. So I think that's one of the reasons. Are you? What are you betting for, Alex? Calling you Alex. I've never called you Alex before. Let's go yeah. back there here. <laughs> yeah, that threw me off for a second. I thought you were talking to the guy behind me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so I, I've had, I, I actually wrote a little piece about this last week that I, um, there's a lot of reasons that I'm gambling and none of them make any sense. So <laughs> the first reason I gamble is simply because I've been gambling. You know, I've been gambling since I was a senior in college. So about four or five years. Yeah, four or five years at this point, four years at this point. And and when I started gambling, I used to justify it. I used to say, I'm spending money to enjoy a game more, which I think at first was true. Well, if you look it up on Google, not to interrupt you, the biggest reason for gambling is just entertainment value. Yeah, well, that's what people tell you, but that's yeah. not true. No. It, people are addicted to it, man. People like the anxiety, I think. You sit there, like I sit there last night, I took five games, and I'm itching for 7.30 to come so the Pelican-Spurs game can start, which sounds beyond lame. Yeah, um, it does. But so then with all, of a sudden you, all of a sudden, you have four games on, you've got action in all of them, and you've got this, like, you're on edge. But well, are I, you even enjoying it? No, you're not. Because you want to sit there. Me. You want to sit there. And in this instance last night, not even knowing my own at all, I went four and one. Yeah. Also tell my two friends, hey, look at me. I told you. And then they all of a sudden come back to you three weeks later, not knowing that you went like three and 17 in those three weeks. And then well, you don't picks. talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Nobody talks about the losses, obviously. Right. Why would you? No. So yeah. I think that like part of, part of the reason that people gamble myself is that like, I just want to talk about it. Like if I wasn't a gambler, what would we be talking about right now? So I think that that's part of it. The other part of it is that we're just like addicted to it, man. Like we've been doing it and it's, and we don't, I don't even enjoy going up anymore. I mean, listen, uh, for what it's worth, I'm also not throwing a fortune on these games, but I'm throwing enough to care. And when I go up, I'm almost like, thank God I went up. But when I go down, 
I'm pissed off about it, but not that pissed off because I'm not going up or down that much ever. I'm literally just doing it to be involved. And it's like, it's almost worthless. It's literally a worthless, uh, like thing that I do that I'm just addicted to because I see that sports are on and I'm like, I have to, I have to bet on this. I'm addicted to it. Totally, It's it's ridiculous. It's also the situation of you start gambling. I've always had this rule to never gamble on teams that you root for, because if you ever, if you ever reach the point where, for example, if I'm watching a Mets game and I didn't bet on it now and I'm no longer interested, that would, that would make me feel ill. Yeah. Um, I can't say the same about the Lakers, but I probably haven't bet on them in, I probably haven't bet on a LeBron team in two or three years. I can't, I just won't let myself get there. But at the same time, if you sit there and look at it, for example, this past week, I lost around a hundred dollars more than I would usually lose. Mm -hmm. And you sit there and these weeks pile up and you say, you know, I could have gotten a really nice pair of jeans with this. Yeah. Or I could have gotten a really nice pair of sneakers. But instead, I sat here and watched the Pelican Spurs game, sweated it out, and lost money. What am What's, I doing? What, what am do I doing? Want? It's Dude, it's funny the things that we justify spending money on, right? Like, yeah. You justify, As if a nice pair of jeans makes more sense than how entertained I yeah, was. Yeah, you know, exactly, right? <laughs> no, so this morning, I, or no, this was yesterday. This is, I have no sense of time anymore. Yesterday, I went to, um, I went on a run. And on my way back, I bought a coffee at uh, Blue Bottle. I always get that in Blue Stone Lane mixed up. Blue Bottle Coffee near my apartment. I think they have amazing coffee. They do a drip. Co- you ever had a drip coffee, Ryan? Yeah, I can't handle drip coffee. I've had drip coffee from 5-4, and I've been in the uh, state where I'm rereading emails nine or ten times. Okay, so <laughs> so I, I know that feeling, but not off one drip for me. I have, like, it's a little bit better caffeine tolerance. So yeah. I did – I got a drip coffee and I was in a good spirits, the holidays, it's almost new year. So I'm like, I'm going to tip the woman in the front because they throw the square in front of you and they give you the options and you just, you you have to tip. So I pay $7 for that coffee, $7 for that coffee. Well, no, no. So six plus tips. And so I pay and I walk away and I'm sitting there waiting for the coffee and I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) Like I could go to Dunkin' get a pretty good cup of coffee. It's a Sunday. It's not like I'm doing anything of any value. I decide this is, I'm going to enjoy this coffee more than I would enjoy the Dunkin'. And like, I'd probably do a little bit, but is it $5 worth? Is it three X? I don't know. But for me, coffee is one of those things that I can, for whatever reason, just justify myself. Whereas when it comes to like a sandwich, I want to buy like a $7 pot belly sandwich versus like a $9 sandwich at a, the local deli because I can't justify it. I don't know I mean, why. It, it's interesting. I mean, I think this goes to what I was saying about stalking my fridge um, while I'm home. I think because what I've been doing is just eating for sport. I'm not even hungry. Yeah. I don't know if coffee for you falls into that category of just drinking the coffee for sport or if you actually enjoy it. This, 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 Dives into the article that you wrote about needs and wants and desires. I know. I'm all all in on this thought recently. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. Because my brother and I have this habit, not to go off on another tangent here, of when we're home, we're just standing in the kitchen and we end up opening the fridge 15 times in a 20-minute span. And before you know it, I've had goiza, I've had handfuls of cheese, I've had Nova. I'm probably making our listeners sick. I've had 
Uh, well, Debbie Jacobs also stocks. Yeah, the, the fridge. The fridge, let, uh, the fridge is full. There's no yeah. doubt. And I mean, as with you know this with Jewish parents, you come home and the fridge is overflowing with food. Oh my and god! And you feel this slight pressure to eat all of it. And I don't have any issue eating all of it, but you yeah. feel like you almost have to. Yeah. But no, it's a good point. I mean, I got a uh, Keurig for my new apartment. Um, it's actually my brother's girlfriend's Keurig, but um, you use, make coffee. Use the appliances. Yeah, use the appliances. So, I mean, yeah, we're, use the appliances and I'm putting the K-cups in it. I mean, I'm probably, I mean, this is not that anyone cares about how much I'm paying for a coffee, but it's probably 10 cents a cup, probably 10 cents a cup. And how but much- Is it good? Are you enjoying that? Is it waking you up? So I'm not, a, I'm not a guy that is really drinking coffee for the taste, more so the effects. Mm. Um, although I've kind of downgraded my coffee usage. I used to, when I first started the position I currently hold, I was drinking Trenta coffees and I was oh. of the belief that the answers were in the coffee. Uh, you like, don't know what to write in an email. How do I phrase this? Um, I don't know how to ask this question. Ah, uh, Trenta coffee. Now I have the answers, but you don't you chug I mean, your coffee. Realistically, yeah. realistically, you just start panicking. So yeah. I've uh, spaced out the coffees a bit more, but to your point, to get to the needs and wants thing, how many things are actually satisfying, especially gambling? That's what I'm talking about. So it's like coffee, it's your sandwich, it's gambling, all these things that you think that you really like to do and that you want. And then afterwards, you're like, I'm the exact same boat I was 30 minutes ago. I just ate or I just drank or I just lost 30 bucks on on the jets. And I'm in the same spot. Yeah, the exact same (laughs) spot. And so for the listeners who don't want to read, uh, one of the things that I've been interested in recently is the fact that your brain, and I'm not, I don't know anything about the brain. I'm trying to learn about the brain because brains <laughs> couldn't be more complicated and they also couldn't matter more. But it's not I'm, a hot take. No, it's not. <laughs> like, could you imagine if you under, if you knew how your mind worked? I think that's amazing. So that's, you would imagine that would help. You would, I, you would think, um, like the idea that you don't know what anybody, how are you supposed to know what anyone? else is thinking or make any influence on anybody else when you can't even know how you're 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 thinking on your own like this this is this is a thought that i've had for a while uh i forget the word is i think it's sonder i think you you might know what i'm talking about okay so the the thought of sonder not to get too deep here is yeah give me the definition and i'll uh I can pull up the definition very quickly of the definition of Sonder, uh, but I'll just give you in my, I'll just give you the brief summary. The idea of Sonder is that you don't really know what anyone's thinking at one point. So you could be on Metro Mm -hmm. North and you could knock a coffee out of someone's hands and completely pretend it didn't happen and not say anything. And that Mm -hmm. the person sitting one aisle back that saw this will always think back to you as an asshole or might can, or in stories might, be explaining you as this horrible guy and always have this permanent thought of you, but you have no idea. Yeah. You, you were in a bad mood. They have no idea what happened to you. You might've just gotten laid off and you knock yeah. this cup of coffee over of coffee over and you don't care. And well, it's like, you know, I, I think that's, it's interesting. If you, if you, I don't listen, we're both Jews. We don't get in many fights, but have you ever been <laughs> in a fight with a random person? I have not fortunately. So My 148 you, frame might not uh, bode well for me. Yeah, well, my 175 frame also doesn't bode well for me. And the fact that I am just a terrible athlete in general doesn't well work. But I got in a fight one time on New Year's. 20, oh, this is going to work well for our transition. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
New Year's 2019. I was in line in the bathroom. That's, that's one year ago. Uh, no, going into two, 2019. Okay. So All two right. years ago. That's a complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have. Should have. Yeah. So I uh, was waiting in line to go to the bathroom. We were at a bar. I was a, slightly overserved, and um, and I was uh, in a heated conversation with this probably the guy probably had been six two two twenty, um, and. I cut him in line in bathroom in the bathroom and he started giving me shit. And, and I thought that I was in the right. And, um, I was certainly not in the right. Uh, so I went into the bathroom ahead of him cause I didn't, I, I waved him off. I didn't really care. I, I probably was in the bathroom for all of 30 seconds and I walked out. And the first thing that happened within a second, was this kid hit me in the face and, and I, and, if we do these podcasts often, you'll learn about me that this is very out of character. I don't this get not your face. game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I tell this story very often about this guy and, and I, and I would wonder how he tells it, you know, like, does he think I'm the asshole? Cause I certainly think he was an asshole, but i certainly was doing something wrong, but so did he, he punched me in the face. I mean, who does that? So, but it's to your point that like, we like, how are who are you in somebody's random story? It doesn't matter at all at the end of the day, but it is an interesting thought. I never actually thought about that. Yeah. I mean, in this case, it's, it's like, we always think, well, there's people that always think they're right. And then there's people mm -hmm. that never, that are paranoid and think they're wrong. I guess there's probably a happy medium, but in this situation, why do you think this guy punched you in the face? And he was drunk too. <laughs> yeah exactly uh, you know I exactly mean, it was his fault listen i'm sure i'm sure uh i wasn't being super friendly but yeah. but it's new year's so that's it's new year's exactly well that's a perfect segue back there yeah i was I just thinking today well well this actually we'll we'll preface this first of what we've learned about ourselves during quarantine not to get too mm -hmm. subject oriented and we certainly don't want to um we certainly want to preface this by saying that these are certainly trying times and we send our condolences to anyone that's struggled but um just from like a personal standpoint of what we've learned about ourselves during this time because obviously it's a different lifestyle um i spent the first nine months of this time living at home mm -hmm. and just to start this off um not that i already know this but i really reassured that i am a tremendous homebody and a simpleton yeah and i I mean, yes, I miss going to the bar with friends and I miss uh, after work stuff with coworkers and clients, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I don't miss going to a club and I don't miss being around 400 people. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, shit, yeah, I, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind the 12 person sitting in an apartment. Well, that's probably too much for now to say, but the eight person, big apartment. Six, yeah, big apartment. Uh, I don't mind sitting at the apartment with 10 people. I mean, yes. This, this again, reverts back to, do we actually know what we like? Yeah. I like the idea of going to a crowded bar and going to a club, but I don't actually like it. So no. that's, that's what I've learned mainly during this time, as far as from a social standpoint. Yeah. I think that like, that's, that's a good point. I mean, people like you for knowing you for a while, like you and I have always been guys that are like, Oh, I don't mind going home. I don't mind sitting with my folks for a little bit and, and having a, you know, chilling out and not going to the club and, I've never been a club guy. I don't, you know, said so, I've known that about myself for a while, but I also uh, get 
uh, influenced very easily. By easily. People. And I'm there, you know, yeah. I'm not having a good time. And I wake up the next day and I'm pissed off that I went. And uh, so I'm with you on that. I know you're similar. So, yeah. The other hot take I have, Specter, is I wonder what you'll think of this. Obviously, yeah. it depends on the person. But I think there's this there's this piece of people where once hopefully once the vaccine kicks in and everyone's been vaccinated and life returns to as normal as it can be, I think, especially in warm weather climates, I think mm. there are going to be a lot of people that two, three months after this realize, well, my life is, I'm not doing that much different. No. And I know this is a hot take and I don't mean to offend anybody, but I think there's a lot of people that'll sit there and be like, what am I doing that, that, that is that different right now? Especially yeah. in a warm weather climate where you can still be outside. Well, yeah, I think that, I think that this whole situation, and again, like there's a lot of people in a lot of different situations, but I, we'll, we'll talk about ourselves and we'll talk about, you know, the people in our circles. I think that like, there's a lot of us that are going to, that realize a lot about what we actually kind of like, yes. you know? And so I agree. I think, and also we personally are in that age where it's like, we're probably graduating out of like post-college life. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like, this may have expedited it a couple of years. You know, I think that um, when you get to like the back end of your twenties, you probably start to, most people begin to kind of graduate into trying to be adults. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. Um, I mean, it's, you and this has expedited it. It's expedited the comfort in sitting on the couch and playing a board game with four people rather than hosting a pregame and going to a club. I think it's expedited a lot of things, especially, from a work you just perspective, so much louder in my ears. I don't know if that you will hear that on the thing, but all right, maybe I got to back up. I'll uh, I'll move the mic back a little bit, or maybe I got too excited. Maybe the red wine kicked in. Um, hey, maybe for the no, audience, this is our first dual show, so yeah. but we're doing well. I think we're doing great. So good thing. Yeah, I think it's going swimmingly. I probably haven't stopped smiling, yeah. which is one thing I've noticed. But no, back to my yeah. point is that I think it's expedited. I don't know if I'd say maturity, but it's reassured the fact that there is nothing that I like doing more than sitting on a couch with my friends, drinking wine and watching sports. I mean, I sound like I'm 50, yeah. but that's what I like doing. Yeah, me too. I couldn't enjoy that more. I think that just being with your people, like we don't do that, man. Like, like a lot of people don't do that. They don't enjoy being with their people. And like, that's a lot of, you know, one of the positives of this whole situation is that you've grown to like your people, not like your people, but like be able to be in these like more intimate situations and actually have conversations that matter. Totally. You know? I mean, I was always the type of person that would wake up in the morning after going out and be and say, I couldn't hear what anyone was saying. I didn't have one conversation with anybody. I was, I mean, I danced for five minutes and that was that. And yeah. Irish exited, got in the Uber and went home. So I'm yeah, definitely uh, more fond of the, uh, the, the more intimate hangout where you can actually converse with people. So uh, not to share too much about ourselves, but that's definitely something that I've realized during this hey, time. We're, hey, we're talking, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, mean, with it. I think that brings us right into our next topic, which I assume we're going to have similar ideas on is how we feel about New Year's Eve. And what I was thinking today about New Year's Eve is, for me, New Year's Eve is an old man's game. It's, Go on. I think it just suits the older person better than the, at least what I would prefer to do, rather yeah. than going to paying $200 for access, again, to some massive club, drinking five vodka Red Bulls, 
and 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 going home a mess. The idea of being with your family or with some friends and actually not to sound too mature, but spending a night actually knowing what's going on rather than the the unnecessary, not the unnecessary excitement. It's obviously a, an important day, but I just feel like I'd rather play the old man game here of eating quality chicken Parmesan, having a few drinks, playing board games. I mean, I sound like I'm 90 right now. You do so sound I'm like sure. you're 90. You do. But I'll say something to you on, on that. That I think that I think that a lot of I think a lot of people are gonna have the best New Year's Eves of their entire lives this year. Yeah. Because there's no pressure to do anything. You can't including do myself. Yeah. yeah getting a text from someone in an 80 person group me saying, Hey, uh, I actually rented at a place uh, at so and so club. Uh, it's gonna be ninety dollars a head. Uh, you're not gonna be able to move in there. It's gonna be pitch black. You're not gonna be able to talk to anybody. Your ears are gonna be popping. Uh, and you're gonna spend five hundred dollars on drinks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, nobody it wants to do exactly. that, but everybody feels the pressure to do that, so they do it. Exactly. This is the first year. How many you're... people do you think actually enjoy that? Out of a hundred, like what percent? Yeah, out of a hundred, what percent of people do you think are like wake up the next morning and go, "That was awesome." Seven. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's no. It can't be much more than that. No. That get wake up and feel like, oh, it's time to get the, the new the new year off on the right foot. Yeah, that I was great. great. Yeah. We had, yeah, we actually had a some we had a pretty recent. We had a great year last year. Yeah. We did the oh. sit down dinner, uh behaved like humans. So good for us. Thought 2020 was going to be my year. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Maybe it was. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. It was. we'll find out. Yeah. Uh hindsight's always 2020, as they say. That's a good pun. Yeah. I've seen it. I've <laughs> seen it a couple of times. And I keep saying it and it I don't know, it plays pretty well. Yeah. No, for uh-huh. sure. But yeah, we, uh, as far as, uh, what we're trying to accomplish here is, uh, definitely happy to get the reps in from a podcast standpoint. Um, some of you may know that Alex and I, uh, calling him Alex again, cause I used to do this when we actually did some, some yeah. professional broadcasting is wow. got our career started, uh, at WWPT radio. And we're, uh, we're trying to pick up where we left off maybe with some, uh, more seasoned opinions on a lot of matters, but, uh, yeah. It's definitely good to uh, be behind the mic again. I opened the box to this mic and I felt super official. Yeah, dude, I don't than know why. Record on the Mac, I felt legitimate. I don't know why, but you saying that gave me a little like uh, like thing oh, on the my hair spine. You know what I mean? Neck. Like I don't know why that was really weird, <laughs> yeah. but like it's funny. I mean, I'm dude, glad it's been, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been nine years since we did this. Almost ten years. That is that is alarming. It's yeah. been nine years. Yeah, twenty thirteen hey. uh, graduates to give us a sense of. Uh, our age, but yeah, we'll be posting all these podcasts, um, through anchor shout out to anchor for helping us uh, post and distribute all this content, but the podcast will be available wherever you listen. Um, the, yeah. the goal, um, stop me if I'm too aggressive with this is ideally one to two, uh, one to two episodes a week. Uh, we'll be talking about a variety of topics. Um, Kyle Vaughn will be joining us on a pretty regular basis and, uh, we look forward to having some guests as well, but Alex, um, do you have anything additional? Um, or are you ready to uh, get some food in your system? Uh, I just want the world to know that I won our fantasy football league. Yeah, yeah that's uh, it. Yeah. I'm $1,200 richer as of... Right out of my pocket. Yeah, right out of Ryan's pocket as of about six hours ago. Unless the Bills defense puts up 80 points, which it's not going to, I hope. 
and uh, I'm gonna go get myself some dinner. Well, let's actually, that's not entirely true. I I I threw a thousand dollars into Bitcoin today. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Spectre, let's. Uh, well, that would make sense based on your fantasy victory. But before we fully wrap this up, let's. Let's get a feel for your reaction when Alvin Kamara put up 55 points on the first night of championship week. And then that was followed up by Mike Evans putting up 35. How were you feeling? So during the Kamara um, experience, we'll call it, I literally, I was literally laughing for two straight hours. (laughs) That was, that was unbelievable. So I, I'm a big Kamara guy. always have been. I draft him and I'm in a couple of leagues. I draft him in one of them every single year. Last year, he didn't do it because he got hurt this year. He was, he was amazing this year. And to, I've always said he's underutilized and they gave it to him. And uh, I I mean, I literally laughed for, for two straight hours. I mean, it was over. I mean, yeah. I mean, and then that was followed up by Mike Evans, who you were uh, hesitant to start with a 35 point game. So it was over early and I was catching grief rightfully so that, um, the money distribution in the league was a bit questionable. Um, we gave, I agree with that for the record. I just we gave write. we gave basically seventy percent of the pot to the championship winner and thirty percent to the first place regular season winner, um, and no money to the runner up, which is pretty ignorant on my end. Uh, Slightly, but I'm not. Yeah. In my other fantasy league, where I lost, Inspector got to hear this as he watched uh, with me last week and got to hear me bitch and moan the entire day um i have was playing for a high stakes matchup beating that second place actually got money so uh yeah it, it, i've got to make some adjustments next season i've got to find a new treasurer as the idea of putting all the money in my bank account spending it and then vending you guys is is it's not me. it yeah <laughs> or it. i could just put it in a different account and be somewhat intelligent about it but anyway. i'm in another league and we were thinking about throwing it into uh on on bitcoin that's one idea. Another idea is what my uh, brother's league does, um, which definitely mandates a lot of trust is that they just pay the winner at the end. They don't demo the commissioner before the year, which I think makes a lot of sense. It makes insane. If you amount trust of sense. the competitors, then what's the point of emoing me to demo you again? I trust the majority of people in the league. I would say you just all demo you after the league. Hey, I'm, I'm cool with that personally. <laughs> the more, the more, the more Venmos I get, the better. Yeah. All right. Well, before we uh, bore you guys with too much fantasy talk, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up, but we appreciate everyone that checks in again um, to see more of our content outside of the podcast where we'll post this as well. You can check out spillingbuckets.net. Again, that's spillingbuckets.net. Was, um, was .com not available? .com was blatantly not available. Ah, so this gosh. is a network. This is a podcast network. Hey, um, that's fun. So uh, we'll be posting uh, sports content, food content, uh, Spectre's learnings about the human brain. That's what we're looking about. Yeah, that's what we're checking. That's what we're learning so, about. Um, and we'll be posting the podcast as well. So feel free. I feel like I have to say this to uh, subscribe, rate, and review. That's how you say it, right? I think um, so, yeah. But again, we appreciate you listening, and uh, we look forward to getting back uh, on the on the airwaves shortly. Thanks again. This is uh, Ryan Jacobs and Alex Spectre signing off.